with the Psychic Medium School, and I want to talk today about grief and the Claire senses, psychic senses. I, I've been thinking a lot about this, and it seems like, kind of like me, when I had my mother pass away, someone close to me, uh, basically what I experienced was an overwhelming sense of activity around me. For the first two weeks after she passed away, were, those weeks were probably the most active and I just want to talk to you guys about that because it seems like that happens commonly with people after someone passes away that's close to them. And I get that question in readings as well as in the Exploring Clear Audience group. And it seems like it really enhances uh, your abilities or brings out abilities that you may not even know that you've had. So let's talk about why, why this happens. This is my belief and I just wanted to share it with you guys, and you tell me what you think, you know. Uh, so basically what I think happens, what I believe happens, is that because they're trying to connect with us, or our loved one that's passed away, because they're trying to connect with us, it seems like other spirits um, recognize that communication taking place, and it leaves you open to them as well, because when one spirit knows and understands that you can communicate with them, it really draws other spirits in because they understand that you can, you know, hear them or see them or envision them in your third eye or that you're you're somehow connecting with them or they're connecting with you rather. And they they notice that. And a lot of the time, I don't know if other readers, psychic readers experience this, but sometimes when I'm doing readings, what will happen is, uh, the spirit will want to talk and talk and talk and talk about lots of things because it's almost like they haven't talked to a human or a living being, I should say, for a really long time. And so then they just want to communicate as much as they can. Uh, that happens to me a lot, and I notice it, I would say, I don't know, maybe every two weeks or so when I'm doing a reading, that might happen. Um, but that's probably more frequently than, you know, than it would if they actually communicated with other people. Uh, so that's kind of my thought on this. And I know that the holidays are coming up and having a loved one pass away is hard on any person especially if you're clear empathic or an empath, which a lot of people with clear senses are. And I also want to talk about kind of how to deal with all this and all this around us. With all that has been going on, it seems like, well, in the United States especially, I mean, other countries have problems of their own as well. In the United States with the pandemic going on, things are already stressful enough uh, for us people with clear senses this is, seems to be a really uh, difficult time to socializing. I, I mean, not all of us are. I, I'm, I would consider myself like moderately social when it comes to like going out and interacting with people, but just being cooped up is really difficult on the mind. It's actually, I don't know if you guys listen to Adam Ruins Everything on YouTube. Uh, it's on Comedy Central, but he actually talks about in one episode about how 
solitary confinement in prisons was actually banned at one point in time because they considered it an, an inhumane act, basically. And there's studies that show, excuse me, that it actually will drive people crazy to be in solitary confinement for a period of time. I'm not exactly sure what period of time that is, but this pandemic is almost like humans are such a social creature, like as humans were social creatures and we almost need other people around uh, for support in different ways you know it it weighs on people when they don't have that and I think with the pandemic and being quarantined for a period of time and this kind of and I know in Iowa in the state I live in it's kind of, they've decided to go back and we never had an, a mask mandate statewide and I think at some point we might be looking at that in our state. Uh, it seems to be spreading in big cities a lot. And so um, it's coming to our area more so than the small rural communities. And, uh, and people can do what we can, but uh, basically it affects us as clerks. It affects us in a different way. And you, because everyone else around us is you know, feeling the, you know, maybe the depression or the um, unsettled, this unsettled feeling that the people around us are having, and it causes us uh, as empaths or being clear empathic, it'll actually cause that emotion to project onto us as well. So then it's even worse for us sometimes. And the holidays coming up and not being able to meet with some of our family members. I know in my state, um, in Iowa, we can have meet uh, groups of 15 or less and people are worried about it and there's been a lot of younger people my aunt was 49 I believe and passed away from COVID a few months ago and it was hard you know to accept somebody that was so young she might have been 51 she wasn't she was too young she actually had a birthday while she was in the hospital she was only in the hospital for three weeks I believe uh, before she passed away, she deteriorated, her body deteriorated very quickly. So with that being said, uh, when we are going through these tough times and we're dealing with not only our emotions, but the emotions that are projected on to us from other people, and then the holidays coming around, if you've lost a close loved one, you know that it's it's difficult for people during the holidays, especially because they're trying to deal with we're trying to deal with all this at once, right? It's like it's like a balled up, almost a negative energy that we have to get past. So my thoughts on this are that it can be done in a different way than we uh, maybe think. Because I think perspective is going to really change things uh, once we gain a different perspective. And I want to help you guys do that. Because I know I deal, I've dealt with this, I'm pretty open about it, uh, but how do you come out of that? How do you, how do you uh, bounce back from that? And we're going to have a commercial break in just a second. We'll talk more about it. Question. That's the question that's important. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at it as far as perspective goes. As far as perspective goes, how can we change The, take the time to recognize and honor our loved ones 
during this period of time and not just ignore or pass off this feeling, but to actually take that time to honor them and in your own personal way, lots of people do this differently, but it's all right to take that time, right? That's not going to affect, what I'm talking about is more like it affecting our entire month or two months in the entire holiday season, it's easy to let grief do that to you. It's very easy if you're not mentally and emotionally aware of it, right? So my advice is to honor them, to honor your loved ones and make time to do that whatever in whatever way that makes you feel comfortable and makes you feel like you can move into the holiday season without this feeling of guilt or of overwhelming anxiety, overwhelming depression, those types of things. And I'm not a doctor. If you have those problems, you should go to a doctor. But my advice is that you should take the time to honor them. The other thing is, is we have to take the time, no no matter how much time you think that you don't have, Taking the time to meditate and ground yourself is really important. And I talk about that a lot within the group, Exploring Clear Audience. I'll put that link down below too. It's a free group. I talk about that a lot. And the reason being is uh, grounding yourself is going to help you uh, not experience sensory overload. You mean, as long as you're keeping up with it and doing it on a regular basis, you won't experience that sensory overload in most cases. And meditation, setting your intention manifestation. Um, it's, it is good to accept where you are in life, but it's also on the same token, it's good to have dreams and ideas and a path and a journey that you want to be on. I think that's so important. The most of the people that I, uh, work with that are lost or that don't know what to do, it's, solely because they don't have know what their life purpose is and they haven't found it. And once you in your life purpose can be a lot of different things, but it's not always your career. Not always your career. Sometimes your life purpose and this is happens with a, a a lot of people. Their their life purpose stems from like their experiences that the good and bad that have happened to them in their life. And Sometimes that takes form of a job or a career. Sometimes that takes form in a hobby. Sometimes that takes form in volunteering, writing, uh, creating music, uh, poetry, in different artistic ways. That can be, it's it's different for different people. Uh, Their purpose is different. And so once you find that purpose and you get on that path, you're going to have a different feeling. And so with the holiday season and all this going on in the world, I suggest that you take that time for yourself too and make time for yourself. Make time to take a warm bath and to relax. Make time to read a book if you enjoy that or listen to music, sit and meditate, reach out to friends and family, call people on the telephone, let them know, you know, you can talk about it talk about how you feel with other people. Don't be afraid because most people, um, most people are, a lot of people are feeling the same way, right? But now changing the perspective, all these things are going to help you change the perspective, whether it's a, you know, bad experience or a good experience. 
uh, once you've done the things that you set out to do for the holiday season, honoring your loved ones, keeping up with self-care, reaching out and being social as much as you can over the telephone, FaceTime, we have so many different resources now that, you know, I was born in 1984 and when I was young, we didn't have cell phones necessarily that were, uh, that were easy, easily used, really portable. And, um, it wasn't like a common thing to have a cell phone when I was, you know, middle school, high school. I think I was maybe a senior in high school when I got my first telephone. But uh, so basically these resources, um, although they've made our country or made people socially more distant than it would have been. Now we're seeing a shift in this where we're actually seeing the benefits of being able to connect with one another through social media, through uh, the cell phone calls, FaceTime, uh, video chat, Skype, things like that, uh, chat rooms, anything like that. Like those things are helping us stay connected at this point in time. So it's almost like it took a shift and now we're seeing what the benefit of having these tools is. And it's, it's an awesome thing. I remember when I was young, I watched the Jetsons and I remember thinking, is that really what 2020 is going to look like? And you know what? Uh, they had a, I don't know if you've ever seen the Jetsons, but they had a, a TV where they'd talk to one another. It was like a big screen TV is kind of, I guess what I would call it. And it was attached to the wall. And nowadays we have this little tiny cell phone device that we can do that with. And it's portable. Like that's an amazing uh, amazing thing. And I think at some point people thought studies were, you know, there were studies saying that, uh, people aren't as connected as they were before, but now we're seeing the benefit of this. Now we're seeing the benefit of, uh, electric or, uh, electrical, uh, properties of things that we, we may have thought distanced people. And now we're, we're closer together because of it in times that we can't be uh, with a lot of our family members because they might get sick, you know? So I just wanted to share that with you guys. And so the perspective that you have coming up on the holiday season is going to have a lot to do with the result because the law of attraction and manifestation are very, very real things. And so if you take that time and you set your intention and try to manifest that positive, cheerful, feeling that you're wanting to have during this season and reaching out to other people and supporting them and them supporting you, it's really going to change things for you. So I guess I would encourage you to take a look at things from a different perspective. We should, and I know this is going to sound kind of strange, but we should be grateful in life for all the things that we have and the blessings that we have, because tomorrow might be different, right? So Looking at the holiday season uh, and all the changes, I would encourage you to just understand what you're thankful for and understand what you have in your life and take that time to appreciate those things and take care of yourself and your body, uh, your health and everything. uh, I mean, we we can't all do everything, but those are the few things that we can do to uh, have a a better, more fulfilling holiday season. Even if you have to Skype with your family or FaceTime with your family, take that time to do that. I know a lot of 
older generation doesn't like to use cell phones. I know my dad's just starting out on Facebook and it's funny watching him try to use it. Uh, he loves that he can see pictures and I'm like, I was helping him like pictures and he just thought that was the greatest. And he asked, whose picture is this? Like he was just way excited about it. But, uh, and my kids encourage him to use FaceTime. Those kinds of things are the kinds of things that we should cherish at this moment. So I just wanted to talk to you guys about that and setting the intention to have uh, a very, I feel like it's, I know a lot of people put their Christmas trees up. I, my kids insisted on putting their Christmas tree up and I had to fluff it the other day and kind of put some things on it. And they were pretty happy about that, that we get, we're having it up because we, you know, they needed something cheerful after being inside for long periods of time, not being able to do sports and activities. And so I just wanted to talk to you guys about that and put your tree up if you want. I don't care. I mean, you know what? If it brings a smile to your face, do it. As long as it's not illegal. Um, so, but do those things to take care of yourself. And if you are the strong one and you are in a, a very good place uh, during this holiday season, reach out to other people and make sure they're doing good. You know, if you're the strong one and you can um, help other people, we can't give... Uh, we can't give something we don't have if we don't have that cheerfulness. We can't give this emotion, this energy transfer. We can't if we don't have it, right? So reach out to the people around you. Make sure they're doing all right. If you have, if you're in good condition, you're in good health, uh, good spirits. It's always good to reach out and see if other people need help. And you know, kind word never hurt nobody. Uh, it's always nice to express those things to people um, without a reason, right? To So take the time to encourage other people and to uh, just spread the love at this moment in time that we actually, like, we absolutely need it, right? Everybody needs it at this point in time, just to, to be, uh, to look at, at love and spreading the love and the joy at this period of time where, where we definitely need it. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys go with that, and I hope to hope you listen to the next podcast, and I am going to uh, have a lot of good topics in the upcoming weeks, so I encourage you to follow my podcast. You can do it on Spotify, um, on anchor.fm. It'll be, we're going to have some great new topics in the next coming weeks. You have a great day. You have a great week. Have a great holiday season, and I hope these these tips, this advice helps you uh, expand your thinking and go about things in a positive light.